Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 7, looking at verses 20 through 22, read from the New Living Translation. Stephen was charged with having spoken blasphemously. He spoke, uh, having spoken blasphemous words against Moses. And that's in Acts chapter 6, verses 13 and 14. And these are by the the scripture says, these liars, they they gave lying testimony. And to answer that charge, uh, Stephen speaks honorably of Moses. Moses was born when the persecution of Israel was at the highest, especially in that most cruel instance of the murdering of newborn children. Let's listen to Acts chapter 7, verses 20 through 22, read from the New Living Translation. At that time, Moses was born, a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him at home for three months. When they had to abandon him, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised him as her own son. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful in both speech and action. Again, Acts chapter 7, verses 20 through 22. Read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Acts chapter 7, verses 20 through 22 from the New Living Translation. And I am using Matthew Henry and also Life Application Study Bible for what I'm sharing. The story of Moses is that um, his mother was able to raise him. When she had to abandon him, she had his sister Miriam wait to see who would um, come to the river. So she made a, a little boat for him to uh, play, be placed in. And just at the right time, when uh, Pharaoh's daughter was in the river bathing, Moses cried. Pharaoh's daughter heard the baby cry and didn't know, you know, where he came from. And his sister came and said, you know, I uh, can't remember everything because it's, you know, it's Bible. <laughs> the Bible st- stories we heard as kids. But she said, well, I know someone who can uh, nurse him. And sure enough, he was nursed by his mother. And that's nobody but God and his providence, how he set up a situation for uh, the person, for the man 
that he um, sinned and who's going to grow up to be the deliverer. So let's listen to what, to what the commentaries had to say. When Moses was born, he was in danger as soon as he came into the world, as our, as our Savior was at Bethlehem. They were both born during a time when there was a bloody edict. Moses was born when uh, Pharaoh had the edict to kill all the, uh, the, the newborn boys, boys, and King Herod uh, wanted to kill all the boys, the male children who were two years and younger, because the Magi, who, had, who he had told to come back and tell him where they could find Jesus so that he could worship them. And the Holy Spirit told them to go a different way. So they went home a different way. But God was preparing and he prepared a deliverer for his people in both the birth of Moses and the birth of Jesus. During the days when the Hebrew midwives were under orders to kill Hebrew uh, baby boys, Moses was born. God did not choose a convenient time for the child to be born. Instead, he chose the worst time. During this horrible time in Israel's history, the nation's first real deliverer was born. The story is told in Exodus chapter one and two, chapters 1 and 2. Again, Stephen emphasized that God was working in the background for the nation, but um, through some very odd circumstances. The adoption by Moses of an Egyptian princess and in a strange location outside the borders of geographic Israel. And that's according to Life Application Study Bible. Uh, it said that Moses was mighty in words and deed, deeds. And uh, if you remember the story of Moses, he saw two uh, men fighting. Um, one was Egyptian, one was Jewish, and he went to their defense and he um, killed the, the, the Egyptian. And then he saw two men fighting and they were both Jewish. And he says, uh, why are you fighting your brothers? And of course, the, uh, the they said, well, are you going to kill us like you did the uh, Egyptian?" So he hid for many years. But let me get back to what the commentaries had to say. He was mighty in words and deed. Mo Moses was also like Jesus, who would come after him, and that he was wise, skillful with words, and a man of mighty deeds. He was uh, taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, who were then famed for all manner of polite literature, particularly philosophy, astronomy, and which might have helped to lead them into idolatry. When you think about it, they were studying the stars and hieroglyphics. Moses, having his education at court, had opportunity of improving himself by the best books, tutors, and conversation in all the arts and sciences, and had um, a genius in, you know, for, to help him, he was a genius and had a had a genius, had a genius mindset. Put it that way. Only 
we have reason to think that he had not forgotten about God, the God of his fathers, even as he acquainted himself with the unlawful studies and practices of the magicians of Egypt. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that even in situations that seem impossible, that God, you have a way to uh, have a deliverer. You have a way of escape. You have a way to make sure your people are safe. And we thank you for that. Father, we're praying for one of the uh, leaders of our church. He's one of our deacons who just lost his wife. We're praying for him. Comfort his heart as only you can and others who are mourning right now. Father, we're praying for the churches in Azerbaijan right now. And they're part of a former Soviet Union, Soviet Republic on the Caspian Sea. And churches there were developed in the wake of the Soviet Union's uh, dissolution. Although Azerbaijan is rich in oil and gas reserves, corrupt and uh, the country's authoritarian government have impeded economic growth. And they're also 85% are Shiite Muslims and only 2% are Christians. So, So Father, we're praying for those who have the zeal in their heart, who have the uh, love in their hearts to reach out to your people there. 2%, that's not a big group, but 87% are are affiliated with a, a religion. The other percentage, God, we're praying that you open doors and open hearts to receive your word, that they accept you as their Lord and Savior. Even as podcasts like mine go over the airwaves, we pray that it reaches those. It reaches to the highest mountains, Father, and we thank you for that, For the and to the lowest valleys. We thank you for that, Father. Let your word reach, heal, save, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.